Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Austin Moss is the director of player engagement for the San Francisco 49ers football team. In the midst of a good start to the season, the reason for their success may be partially due to a furry presence in the clubhouse. Zoe, a French bulldog owned by Austin, is the team's emotional support dog, the first animal in that role to exist in the NFL for any team. The team spends time with her before and after games and in between practices. She has provided a valuable source of unconditional love and an escape from the rough trials and tribulations of the football field. Austin, thank you so much for joining us on Dog Save the People today. Where are we speaking to you from? I'm in Santa Clara, California at our team facility. All right, great. And this is the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Correct. Yes, I appreciate you having me. Fantastic. So your job with the 49ers is Director of Player Engagement. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that job. As Director of Player Engagement here, I'm responsible for the uh, personal and professional development of uh, all of our athletes uh, within the organization and helping them maximize their NFL experience and uh, supporting their families as well. So there's a large range of responsibilities, but uh, they center around four pillars, uh, which are financial education, total health and wellness, continuing education, and um, personal slash character development. So we run a lot of different uh, programs and do a lot of different things to help support the the men in this area. And uh, it's been a joy getting to do so over the past couple of years. I mean, first of all, that's like an amazing thing that I that would I would imagine is really valuable. It also sounds like it might be kind of a new field within the sports arena. Well, you know, this position is mandated in the collective bargaining agreement for, you know, all 32 teams to have. Oh, so fantastic. Each NFL team has a, a director of player engagement, and uh, it's probably been in place for, you know, 15-plus years. But okay. uh, unfortunately, it doesn't get talked about as much. You know, you know, it doesn't really uh, – you don't get a ton of headlines uh, when you're doing a lot of positive work. Most people are feeding off the negative energy. So uh, yeah. what we try to do is really, you know, support and bring a lot of positivity to players' lives, their families and uh, help the organization accomplish uh, its goals. So um, tell me about the newest uh, member of the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, so Zoe is our <laughs> team uh, emotional support animal, and uh-huh. uh, we've had her for just over a year now, and yeah. she is uh, a year in, in November, she'll be four months, so uh, almost a year and four months, and you know, we, we've seen a lot of value and, and benefit from having her within our organization and specifically in the player engagement department. So, yeah, I can give you the background on, on how we got her if you want me to come from there. Yeah, well, uh, what kind of, first of all, what kind of dog is Zoe? Uh, she is a French bulldog, a true breed. Okay, and uh, how much does she weigh? About 26 pounds. Okay, sweet. I love French bulldogs. They've, they're, they've got such crazy, wonderful character and energy. Yes, yeah, she definitely does, and uh, she has a great personality that all the players uh, love coming to spend time with. That's beautiful. So tell me, how did she? Um, how did this all come to be? I started with the team last year in March uh, of 2018, and you know, was in my first couple of months of the job and trying to get to know the players and the team, and ended up 
you know, going through the training camp, my first training camp, and one of my coworkers uh, was dog sitting her family member's dog, her brother's dog, actually. And uh, she asked if, you know, she could bring the dog to work. And, you know, I have a pretty open office space where a lot of guys mm-hmm. are in here. So she just asked if, uh, you know, if I wouldn't mind letting the dog hang out in here during the training camp days. So I uh, got approval and, uh, you know, had the dog in here. We just saw a significant impact that it was having and specifically on one player being Solomon Thomas. So, you know, Solomon was really going through a a tough time. And earlier that year, uh, January 2018, he had lost his sister, uh, his best friend, to suicide. And uh, he was going through a really, you know, tough time mentally and emotionally trying to just continue life without that. And when he would come in here uh, on those days during training camp, that was when I, you know, would really see him light up and smile and express pure joy. Uh, other times away from that, I could tell that he was really, you know, going through some some challenges and I was just you know, trying to be there to support him. So. Uh, he came in a lot in the knee, you know, with it being my first season, a lot of other guys came in and they, you know, just loved having a dog and spending time and uh, coming to hang out. So it had lasted for like a, a week and a half, maybe. Uh, yeah. and then, she, then she had to give the dog back. But uh, even after the dog left and we got into the regular season, you know, Solomon kind of kept asking me if we could, you know, get a dog in here permanently and, you know, how much he, he enjoyed dogs and he missed his dog back home. And then uh, my coordinator player engagement, Shelby uh, Soltal, was also uh, very <laughs> instrumental in, in wanting to get the dog and talking about the benefits that it could have. That's amazing. So Zoe is, um, is she the first emotional support dog of the NFL? To my knowledge, yes. I know there are several other teams that have dogs within the facility. You know, I think the yeah. Browns have a facility like a dog that works out with it. Well, that stays with their grounds crew and, you know, has right. free reign around the facility and maybe a couple more. But uh, within player engagement, yes, she is the, the first dog uh, in the NFL that's uh, deemed as an emotional support animal. That's amazing. Yeah, because I imagine a lot of the dogs, like a lot of the teams have mascots that are more typically what what dogs would historically play as a role. But this this is like sort of, again, like a, a new arena where a lot of people are starting to work with animals to help engage people and to help them get in touch with their emotions. And, and as you said, when when Solomon Thomas would come into your to your workspace, how he would smile for the first time and start engaging in a different way. So I love the idea that, that you have, that you have Zoe there with you. So what's a typical day like for Zoe or, or is there a typical day? Uh-huh. Yeah, no days are ever the same, but uh, you know, she comes with me to work. She stays with me full time and she comes uh, every morning. So we get here early. Uh, most of the players around here about six 30 and we'll get here between, you know, five 30 and 6 AM uh, on uh-huh. our, on our, uh, heavy days and she hangs out in my office we have this big love sack in here that she kind of sits on and then uh you know I'll, I'll be in meetings or doing certain things and guys just have free reign to come in and spend time with her whenever they want so depending on what their schedule is their meeting schedule or lifting schedule uh or around practice time they just pop in throughout the day and you know they may just come in for a quick little hey and, and you know give her a little uh, hug and keep it moving or some guys have a little bit longer and they'll sit on the love sack with her and you know play with her toys and give her treats and uh, do all types of stuff i love it and she actually because i've i on your instagram there's a lot of great pictures with the players and her on that love on that love sack seat yeah that's like the the big therapy chair we we, we like to consider that the therapy bag oh so my God. Uh, it's a great place where guys can just come in and relax and get away from the stresses of the day uh yeah. and uh, you know it's a it's a fun place 
Yeah. And you're quoted here saying that these guys are very strong, powerful men that aren't used to being able to express their emotions freely. And so that when they come into this safe space, they're able to really just be themselves. And it's, it's something that Zoe's able to kind of help initiate or facilitate Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very true. You know, there's uh, a lot of demands that, that come with being a professional athlete. Uh, you know, as you said, you know, physically, guys' bodies are aching and mentally, you know, you have to prepare for games each week. And, uh, you know, we have a very long season, so it can be a grind. And not to mention, you know, just the demands of the job, but there's also external factors, whether that may be, you know, family challenges or, you know, social issues, things that bring anxiety and stress. So this is a way where they can come in and kind of get away from all those problems. But, you know, also be in a place where, you know, Zoe will bring them joy and happiness and help them, you know, share what they may be going through. And then we can, you know, try to put some things in place to help them. So we just try to make sure they're comfortable and, you know, get the opportunity to come be themselves in a judgment-free zone and, and hang out with a, a wonderful dog. You know, it, it creates, again, a, a space of vulnerability and for you to be okay to say, hey, man, like, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm hurting today or, you know, I, I don't I know how to process these type of emotions. And then we can start to really talk about, hey, like, you know, wh- how does this joy that you get from the dog, you know, translate? And how can you carry that on throughout the day, you know, to where you're not even in here, but you still feel those same type of feelings? Wow, that's great. And, you know, I think for so many people that grew up with the dog, now these players are in this very high pressured world and it might just bring them back to feeling to those nice feelings or memories that they had growing up. And again, there's just something about dogs in a way that kind of levels the emotional playing field and helps all of us, whether you're a you know, professional football player or, you know, a Joe on the street, it just, they, they bring something out in us. And, they, and I believe, I like to believe that they really help us connect with our emotions in a way that um, that's, that's very surprising. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you hundred percent. There's uh, definitely been medical data that's, you know, been uh, provided talking about the chemicals that are released when in the brain, whenever you are around, you know, dogs and uh, whether it's serotonin and those feelings come about and you can't, can't help it. So uh, we, we love the impact that it's had here. Now, do you think uh, an emotional support dog is something that all NFL teams should consider? I think so. You know, honestly, I've seen a great impact from it. I think uh, given the importance and significance of mental health, uh, yes. in uh, today's world and the different challenges that are coming, I think they you know, I highly recommend it. So Zoe is technically your dog. Um, so you bring her to work in the morning. She comes home with you at night. How has your life changed having a dog like Zoe? <laughs> um, it's changed a lot. You know, I definitely didn't think I would have that type of responsibility coming here. Uh, obviously yeah. in football, our hours are long and, you know, you, you don't want to get a dog and then have to leave it at the house each day when, you know, we're here from, you know, 530 in the morning and sometimes eight o'clock at night. So just yeah. the, the opportunity again, like it, it wouldn't have happened without the support of John Lynch and uh, Jed York and them being, you know, dog lovers as well. So that's having the ability to bring her here each day has been great. And then the support that we have, you know, whenever we travel on road games, uh, you know, my coordinator Shelby uh, keeps her on the weekends. And, uh, you know, if I need to go out of town and do certain things, she helps with responsibility too. So, uh, but it's been a joy, you know, I've always liked dogs, but now that I have Zoe every single day, like I've I've fallen in love with her as well. And uh, she's the best, she's the best friend. So uh, she's the best friend to a lot lot of these guys and men and women here like not only the players yeah. but a lot of the staff come in now as well uh to spend some time with her 
That's so beautiful. And I really do think that these, these dogs kind of sense their responsibility or their role. Mm -hmm. I really feel like they're, 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 there's definitely a, um, a dialogue and an interaction that they're, that they're really also kind of sensing and feeling like, yeah, this is my job. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, and it's been great to have her be in this environment from the day she was a puppy you know when we got her when she was about 10 weeks old so uh this is all she's known and now like you know whenever people walk in she knows you know she can see her little her butt wagon and you can see uh her get really excited uh to to see certain people uh that always come visit her on a consistent basis I love it. So you're also thinking of, of having Zoe become a therapy dog. Yeah. So uh, we actually are in conversations right now with the uh, Valley Humane Society out here in uh, Northern California. And uh, they've agreed to, you know, help get her registered as a, a, a full-time uh, therapy dog. So they did a good job in explaining the difference, you know, uh, in a service dog versus a emotional support animal. So, you know, in a service dog that that dog will provide some type of skill or service to a single individual. But, you know, with Zoe being a therapy dog, we are going to get her trained to continue to support a large group of people, which is what, you know, we've been in conversations for and what she does here already. So uh, just getting a, a little bit more uh, training and then uh, official uh, registry, I think, uh, are our next steps and we'll be good. That's amazing. You know, with the Valley Humane Society, they uh, have programs set up with uh, local schools, with hospitals, uh, and even some businesses around here where they take a group of dogs to do those uh, type of things. So uh, once we finalize the process with her, obviously, we'll get the San Francisco 49ers organization, you know, set up as, you know, one of those places within their realm for group therapy. But uh, and then Zoe will do her main work here. But, you know, if there is a a window every now and then, uh, I would love to take her to some type of children's hospital or something because I can definitely see her having a significant impact there. Oh my gosh, absolutely. You guys are off to such an amazing start and it sounds like you're definitely very poised to be in the Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm hoping to see a Super Bowl trophy, but I'm, what I'm imagining is Zoe being held up, you know, in the air by all the teammates as they're running down the field. <laughs> oh, man, that, that would be a, I'm hoping to see her on national television soon. Yeah, that would be awesome. Be a dream come true for all of us. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So, um, Austin, where can we find Zoe? I know she's got a wonderful social media presence. Yeah, so she's on Instagram. You can follow her at the 49ers Frenchie. Um, that's yeah. her handle on Instagram. And I know our, our team uh, website, they'll some, sometimes put an article or video up on 49ers.com of her. So uh, we, we're filtering all of the content through uh, Instagram for now. So if any viewers out there and they want to check her out, uh, we'd love for you to follow. Yeah, no, I just I just actually just followed myself today and uh, I love seeing her um with all these with all these big tough football players. It's such a great um sort of dichotomy and but you can just see how they are like they're like mush in her in her paws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a great idea and um, I do I have a feeling that this is going to be something that's going to really catch on because just this whole idea, I mean, really what your, what your role is, is so vital to these young athletes um, who are suddenly thrown into this very intense, very exciting, but stressful world. 
and um, between you and your teammate Zoe, I mean, it's just it, it sounds like a really exciting career for both of you. Yeah, it really is. You know, we take it uh, with extreme pride in, in what we do and hope that uh, we can continue to make an impact uh, in any way we can to help us, uh, again, be successful on and off the field. That's beautiful. All right, Austin. Listen, thank you so very much for for joining us today. And I wish you and the 49ers the greatest season ever. I'll be watching. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, and appreciate you having me on today. I really applaud the management of the 49ers for being open to this idea of, of bringing in an emotional support dog. It really speaks to how they are so open to really helping and end supporting mentally, emotionally, and physically, they're players who are so valuable. And I love how Zoe has become part of their family, how these players going through a lot of stress and very high pressure situations are coming into Austin's office and just finding Zoe and just finding this solace and peace and the support that she's providing. It's really, it's really a wonderful thing that I would love to see more and more of in the professional athletic world. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.